Hey, Big E on Twitter is saying that he's uh, down to come over to the house on Saturday, bring ceviche and. Uh... Thought you're bringing ceviche. Well, That's no, what I'm he... saying. I was like, how the hell did you know I'm bringing ceviche, Big E? Well, Big, Big E offered something else to bring. I know. Which, and that's why I'm playing the music. Which tells me that he should very well be invited. <laughs> and then him and I could go to Joshua Tree together. <laughs> Stare at the mountains? Yes. It doesn't sound like the worst oh, idea in the world. Every time I go anywhere, if I go to, you know, wherever I go, he'll send me photos. Like, oh, I've been there. Take a look at this shot. He's, oh, he's, he's likes to the, go camping as well? Yeah, he likes it. Big E is big. He's like 6'4". Yeah. It's a big dude. Every time I see him, I'm like, I get it, I get it. You're big. Take it easy. <laughs> he took the big E from uh, the thing. Uh, oh, did he really? Thing. So he'll post the big E post outside his house <laughs> or something. <laughs> Do we ever get our uh, Mandy Award? Not Mandy Award. The our banners? Mandy banners back? Uh, I thought that Joseph was sent to retrieve them. I don't know if he was successful in his mission or not. I feel like not. I've heard three or four different stories. Still have no idea if it's... Yeah, who knows, right? Who Where knows? would you put it? <laughs> outside I, in your I, I put it on a flagpole and hang it from the front of the my light house. Pole outside your house? Yeah. Yeah. You know how they have like outside of like uh, apartment complexes ones? where it says like now leasing? <laughs> I just put it. Now leasing. Call Alan Sliwa. Yeah, exactly. Put it all out there. All right, go. Let's talk about the I, – I can't – I can't – I cannot do the Dodgers again. I need I need to reset. J- okay. Just a Let me minute. help you out. Just a minute. Let me help you out. So or Padres. Uh, Lakers played yesterday. So second preseason game. By the way, Ben Simmons did play. Ben did. Simmons made an appearance. Ben Simmons is still in the NBA. Hmm. So did he we'll shoot the that. ball? <laughs> he did. He actually shot, I think, four or five, four or six from the field. Did he really? He actually shot the ball. Was there any of them outside of the no, paint? No, they're all, all around the basket. <laughs> you know that. They're all around the basket. Um, I thought I'd love to do. Yeah. Get a ton of money for something I hate but not have to do it. That's well, Ben Simmons. He got real money i know he did it wasn't like what are those 40 million dollars no contracts. he got the, the the bag i think it was like 160 yeah. or whatever it was it and was he clearly hates basketball yeah or else he would you know play they that's just me what do i know <laughs> they Suit um, up and you get paid they, or not and get paid exactly they got a uh they got kind of they got some interesting decisions to make they had eight guys scoring double figures yesterday okay not a big deal it's preseason basketball but I don't think that's going to be uncommon. They got a lot of guys that can contribute, and they started Torian Prince last night. Okay, I think there's going to be a question between Torian Prince, Jared Vanderbilt, or Rui Hachimura, who's in the starting five. The other four are already determined. Um, who's going to come off the bench? Are there going to be players that have no problem, willing to sacrifice? Hey, whatever you need us to do, we're going to do it. Whether I'm getting 30 minutes of playing time or I'm getting 10 minutes of playing time, if these guys are all kind of in the same uh, position. But uh, Braun only played a half. AD only played a half. D'Lo only played a half. I'd like to say they look good, but what the hell can you take out of a preseason game? Nothing. So I'm going to leave them. They just put 75 yeah. points up in the first half, but just sure. put that all to the side. Um, but I think there's genuine, genuine chemistry, excitement. Hey, this team can't. You're not going to have to depend on LeBron maybe that like you've had in the past. But again, it's a preseason game. So as we kind of go through these preseason games, not that much to see. I will say this, the final four preseason games that they have, which is, again, I don't know how much these guys are going to play. You get Sacramento, playoff team. Golden State, playoff team. The Milwaukee Bucks, one of the favorites to win it all. And the Phoenix Suns. So you actually get to see some really good matchups in these last four. Yeah, but it's like it's kind of what we've been talking about with the Dodgers even more meaningless right like there's i get it there's they're going to turn on the scoreboard they're going to play but 
you can't simulate the intensity no, you of a regular season game, even especially if when it doesn't matter when you win or lose. It or doesn't anything. matter, yep. it, and it's it's the goal of these games is to run up and down the court and stay healthy. That and and let's kind of run on some of our basic sets. But what you're talking about, I think, is interesting to the point of they are multifaceted in a way that they have not been in a while. That that this isn't just the look. Don't get me wrong. The LeBron and AD show is what will get them a title. If they're in the mix and playing well, they got a shot to win the whole thing. If they're not, I don't think that they do. But the rest of the roster, like you're talking about, all these guys that got in double figures yesterday, means that they don't have to have LeBron and AD out there every single night dropping every 30 a night. Every single minute. Every minute mm-hmm. of every night and playing it at an A-plus level over and over again. They're going to win games because they got a good team. They're going to win games because they got a deep team, mm-hmm. and, and that is a nice, you know, safety net to have. Sure, it's you, important. Your best guy doesn't have to be your best guy seventy-eight times a year for you to win the game. That, that and, and, and you can't do it. I mean, look, no, of course I mean, not. We've seen LeBron and Anthony Davis the last. Look at them since they've been, and I don't have the stats right in front of me, but it's not like Braun is trying to play seventy-five games. No, Anthony Davis is not going to play <laughs> seventy-five games. No. So if you're going to have a stretch where you – I think this is the thing that you were trying to point out around media day. It's are they healthy for the right time of the year? And if they are, then Dude. that's all that really matters. But let me add something to that. I still think they're going to win games with too. the roster that they have. You know what it is? Even if one of those guys aren't there every single night. It's the Kershaw thing. Like, I don't need you to pitch well in April, May, and June. I need you to pitch well in September and August – or September and October. Sure. And the same thing with the Lakers. And I'm, AD and LeBron are going to play, obviously, but I don't need you to be burning the rubber off your tires in November, December, January, and even February. Yeah. I need you for April, May, and hopefully June. I, and let's stack this thing so you're at your best. Because much like the Dodgers, the Lakers are going to be good enough to win games whether you guys are dropping A-pluses every night or not or whether you're just giving some Bs or not playing at all. And, and that's that's the perfect world to be in. Just make sure that they're healthy. And you can't make sure. You cross your fingers and hope. Yeah. But if they're healthy, they got a chance to beat anybody. But could you imagine if we were walking in here this morning and the Dodgers were 0-2 and the Lakers were 0-2 as well? (laughs) What would we do? Could you imagine? Pretty much what we've already done. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the call's going after Dave Roberts. Could you imagine if Darvin Ham dropped the first two preseason games? I still don't get the Dave Roberts thing. I know he might pay the price. but Before we move on from this, I just want to bring up something I saw yesterday involving the Lakers on social media. Austin Reeves' golf swing. This guy won't stop talking about it. It's amazing. We go to break, and he's like, no, you sit down. i got to tell you how difficult of a shot Austin Reeves hit. So for people, it's on TikTok, M. Yeah. yeah, it's on TikTok. Yeah. It's his TikTok. It's called, I think, Hillbilly Bogey. Hillbilly yeah, Bogey. Yeah. yeah. yeah D'Angelo uh, pointed that out yesterday. I guess these guys golf all the time. Do together. they? So yeah. we saw, was it Max Christie that was practicing his golf swing? Max yeah. Christie yeah. was. Yeah, the uh, media day. Yeah. Yeah, he had, like the, he had the measurement, too, of how far the ball hit. I'm like, you well, don't even have a club. When I asked uh, Austin Reeves during media day, I'm like, you know, about Taylor Swift, he goes, well, unless she was at the golf course, you know that it wasn't me. He obviously plays a lot of golf. His golf swing is not good. It's much, much better than good. It's excellent. It's it's something that he has clearly spent a lot of time getting very good at. It's because so that just doesn't top happen. Golf, I think it was. He takes a left-handed golf That's club. He's a yep. right-handed player. He takes a left-handed golf club and turns it ninety degrees so the toe of the club is facing the ground. Mm-hmm. 
and takes a right-handed swing with a left-handed club with the club turned the wrong way. And hits it perfect. And ropes it. And it wasn't like lucky, like he knew what he was doing. That The degree of difficulty on that is exceptionally high. Yeah, I asked I him. Could, like, I'm like, could you do it? You're like, not in a freaking... Not in a million years. I'm a pretty good golfer. Like, I, 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 I can play golf. I did not. This is a humble brag. I am a single-digit handicap golfer. I'm, I'm a, I'm a good golfer. I could never do that. I could never even come close to being able to do something like that. Reeves, come through the ESPN golf tournament next year. He should. He should. It, he, he can play his, you know what, yeah. off. I, I don't look. He might knock down a three to win the NBA championship. I won't be as impressed as what I saw on TikTok, hitting a, a, a right-handed shot with a left-handed club with That's the toe. Your first question down. in the locker room. After they but, win a championship, this probably you know, God, everywhere. God willingly, we get the new media day again next year. Yeah. Who knows? A lot of things could happen between then and now. But hope, hopefully that happens. <laughs> um, it's my first question to him. Oh, hey, yeah, what's yeah, up yeah, with yeah. that uh, reverse yeah. swing? It was it was awesome. Could not That's have been impressive. more impressed. Chris in Los Angeles. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. You know, Travis, I just want to tell you, people would feel a lot better if they listened to you because – Thank um, you. You – you say the exact same thing I'm telling my friends. And give me a second to set this up. First of all, baseball is different than other sports. It's a sport of failure. If you're successful 30% of the time, you're a great hitter. That wouldn't fly if Brady only completed 30% of his passes. LeBron only made 30% of his shots. So it's a completely different sport. You're, it doesn't matter how many wins you have. It depends on who's the hottest team. And in baseball, you face better pitching in the playoffs. That's why Mookie and Freddie, you know, don't bat the same as they do over 162-day, I mean, game schedule. It's, it's simple. And you hit on something with the 88 team. I think in the playoffs, you need to manufacture more or be, have the ability to manufacture more runs because you're not going to get the same amount of runs because you're playing against better pitching. And as the adage says, better pitching usually beats better hitting. So right. that 1988 team, scrappy team, hit and run, bunts, getting behind the run, the, the runners, all those little things that I think are needed in the playoffs, you don't get nowadays. So people need to realize, you know, if it happens, it happens, but you can't, ex you can't say, well, they won 100 games, so why are they failing now? Because they're get going against better pitching. That's part period. of it, Chris, and, and, I, and I agree with everything you said, but there's a lot of yeah buts in there as well. And, and I, I kind that of, sounds like, like you're conceding. It, it's, it's, like, it's not a concession. I don't think that's what he was going for, but I, I literally was taking notes as he was talking because yeah. there's so many good things in there that I want to get into because I think he's right, but why do these things only apply to the Dodgers? Those are the questions that I don't think we have the answers for. We'll do it. Plus, I see Chris getting ready to take another victory lap on Dave Roberts. It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Ben Simmons song. Money for nothing. <laughs> right? Just, I'll take that contract. Cool. You'll play. Nah, probably not. I'm good. What's up? <laughs> I don't really like basketball that much. Oh, I was wrong on his money. My bad. What did he get? 177. Oh, is that all? It's quite a bit. So we Money got two years for left nothing, of it. and I don't have to play. <laughs> or just suit up and sit, warm up the bench. You're good. I, my back. I hurts. want that contract. How about, and it's like okay, I, I want some, everything about that. Uh, he's injured. Okay, cool. But in the time, he's, how long has he been in the league? Look at that real quick. Uh, drafted 21. This is his <laughs> second year. So say seven no, no, he's years. Been, he's 27. Okay, so he's been been in the league seven years. Okay, something like that. Okay, perfect. Something like that. At no point we're going to get better at anything we do. <laughs> We're just going to get the same or worse at all the things that we were bad at to start with? He had, I think there was more mental than anything physical. That's all it was. It, you, you can't go to work? You can't compete? Like his teammates clearly felt that the work wasn't getting done. I think... Got a good manager. Uh, listen, yeah, I got right. <laughs> I got no justification, but the dude wouldn't even take a shot and he played NBA basketball, literally would never even look at the rim. Insane. All right, I want to go back. Uh, was it Mike that we that we had on a second ago? It was Chris. Chris, thank you. So Chris was on, and and I think he brought up some good points. Morales, about- he called from the studio. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Roberts. Yeah, we've had we've had Chris Morales, we've had Chris Roberts, who yep. is Dave Roberts, and now we've got Chris yeah. in uh, L.A. I think it was. He said it do- it doesn't matter who's the best; it matters who's the hottest. Oh, I don't disagree with that. But here's where I want to stop on that. Why are they never the hottest? Mm-hmm. If you're not the hottest once, okay. If you're not the hottest. Two times, okay. Dodgers been in the playoffs eleven years in a row. Have they ever been the hottest? I don't. I, I can't go all the way back to ten years ago, but it never felt like they were the hottest. They've frequently been the best. Why is it always that the team that won eighty-eight games, the hot team? Why is it never them? I'm not saying it it's because they always have to compete to the very them. end. The Dodgers haven't had to compete to the very end, Do- except for the 2021 they, where they got they did. And some of these injured. other seasons that they've gotten that it's not just these last two years. It's a pattern over. 10 years it's excuses man i don't know what to tell you i mean i listened to that same call and i was saying to myself when he's like well you know you just you don't understand how baseball works it's not like other sports ultimately at the end of the day you're judged by winning and losing i get the whole if you bat 300 you're a hall of famer and you failed 70 percent of the time Mm -hmm. but when it's most critical how on a year-in, year-out basis with different players That's it. That's that it. it's the same result? It's it's not that they failed. It's, it's that not they, one year. It's that they fail over and over and over again. That if this were this 10-year run and you'd been in it, and, and again, it's not just that they haven't won the World Series. They've gotten beat by teams that aren't as good as them frequently. So I think that's a big part of it. He also talked, and, and I agree with this part of it. What happened last night? After Bobby Miller walked the first guy of the game, mm-hmm. what happened after that? The Diamondbacks had a a bunt single up the third base line. Sure, it was basically a free base, small ball, right? It's just, and it wasn't a sacrifice. It was just a hey, look, Max Muncy's so deep and he shaded so far towards the shortstop. If I just get this ball past the pitcher, it's a hit. 
Dodgers never do that. They never put pressure on the defense. They never put pressure on the pitcher. I, let me be crystal clear here for a second. I am in no way, shape, or form comparing myself to a major league pitcher. However, I have pitched a lot in my life, okay, through high school, through Division I college baseball. I've pitched a lot. When there are guys on base and they're moving around, it sucks. It's hard. There's a lot to keep track of. I got to field my position. I got to know where he is. I got a fast guy. Do I got a slow guy. Is my third baseman crashing? Is he not crashing? Is there? It there's this just adds elements where your focus cannot just be on the batter. On the pitcher. Mm-hmm. There's pressure on the defense. Am I coming in? Am I back? Am I close? Am I here? That there's stuff going on. Dodgers never do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I understand. Well, modern baseball means every out's the same. Why don't we just try to hit a bunch of home runs over 162 games? Cool. Okay, fine. Maybe that's the way to do it. Can we get a guy on base? Can we make that son of a gun pitch with pressure on him as opposed to grounding out to first base 400 times, which is what they did in game one? Put some pressure on them. You, you know whose name that we haven't really talked much about really this entire series so far? I know it's only a couple games in. Let's say a couple days from now the Dodgers season comes to an end. How does Andrew Friedman look at – we keep mentioning Dave Roberts. Yeah, you're we keep right. mentioning the players. We keep mentioning everything, uh, individuals. How does Andrew Friedman – what does he do differently? What is the group above – Andrew Friedman, who owns the Los Angeles Dodgers, what do they do differently? You know, I saw Magic yesterday. You see Magic on TV, right? He's at the game. And Emily had sent us the quote after game one. He's talking about the Boston Massacre and this. And, hey, we had one of these games, and and look what happened after that. We came back and won the series. And, you know, he's doing whatever he can. Rah-rah to the Dodgers. Hopefully, let it go. It's just one game. Well, they lost game two as well. So now they're one game away. How does Andrew Friedman – the reason why I question. bring it up, I bring it up because either from his perspective, what changes does he make, or does the Dodgers ownership group look at Andrew Friedman and say, well, it, it's on your watch too. It's not like – Sure it is. But Okay, but what do you do? Then what? what, what is the – Well, this is but going back to what we talked about at the beginning. Like, And I read off that Dave Roberts has won 100 games like five times in six years, right? And the one year they didn't, I think they won 94. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's, it's an incredible accomplishment. You want to get rid of that guy? I still say no. You were saying yes. But the same thing with Freeman. Like, hey, what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm building a team that wins 100, 100 games every year. That's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, and, what, and I'm not saying you can't make what 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 change, this is the this but, is the million but, dollar question. But this is the reason why I ask questions because are there players that you are familiar with that come postseason they're just clutch players they're really really good players or they're clutch pitchers whatever the case are you starting to target guys that let's use all the analytics that we have we know we're going to win a hundred games we know we're going to win ninety five games but is the methodology can I go find guys that have delivered in the postseason? Is it a fiery guy that you're talking yeah, about I think that they don't that. have? What I, is it? I, I don't think if you start chasing a guy that take hey, you were good in the postseason this year, that, that that's it's so small. I don't know if that's the right way to do it. I still want the best players over a long period of time, but what I do want is I want a little bit of a loose cannon on my one. I don't want five of them. That doesn't work, right? But one guy that look, Oral Hershiser has told this story on our show, I believe, but I've heard him say it a million times. That 88 team, the Dodgers weren't run, ripping off 100-win seasons like this in the 80s, but the Dodgers were one of the best teams in baseball through the 80s, won the World Series in 81. They were in the mix over and over again. Mm-hmm. But they were very corporate. They were very buttoned up. They were very, well, we have our way of doing it. This is how the Dodgers, how they participate. Yep. And they go to spring training in 88, and Kirk Gibson wants to fight somebody on opening day. 
Jesse Orozco puts the eye black in his hat, and Gibson wants to kill him. And and it just kind of changed the tone of, hey, can we just make sure that we're playing as hard as we can every day? Because Kirk's going to want to fight somebody if we don't. Yep. You know, and it it just kind of changes the tenor. I think that is more what's necessary. Just a little bit of a change in tenor. Not necessarily, well, this guy had a great postseason two years ago. Let's Because that stuff doesn't always translate along the way. The other part is, and, and I want to play this from Dave Roberts here in a second, when when Mike was or Chris was talking about this, that well they run into better pitching. Yes, they do, and that's part. That's why the scoring across the board tends to come down. Sure, this isn't that they're not getting a ton of hits. This is terrible approach. This is bad at bats. You can have a good at bat against a good pitcher, right? I'm not saying it's easy, but it's it's not that you got to swing at everything. Are you that's making thrown. the pitcher's life easier? Make them work hard. Here's Dave talking about Mookie and Freddie specifically and their approaches at the plate. I think Freddie's taking good swings. Uh, he barreled two balls last night. Mookie, I think, is just one of those. I think he's um, expanding a little bit. You know, he's really good at controlling the strike zone and, and hitting his pitches. But I think uh, the first couple games, it seems more that he's uh, being aggressive on, on pitchers' pitches. And um, I wouldn't say chasing, but but not really hitting the swinging at the pitches that, you know, he can slug. You know, obviously everything's more magnified. It, it's two games, but, uh, you know, our backs are against the wall. You know, we got to make some type of adjustments and we have no more margin. You know what another word for being aggressive on pitchers' pitches is? Chasing. Mm-hmm. You're chasing. You're you're trying to do too much. You're trying to hit the proverbial eight-run home run. Get on base. You're Mookie Betts. Make the, what makes him so dangerous. What makes these best guys the best guys? What makes Max Muncie, quite frankly, super dangerous? They don't swing at bad pitches. The, when those guys start going bad, it's when they're swinging at bad pitches. And Mookie's swinging at nothing but bad pitches. J.D. Martinez, who was okay last night, the first at bat, he swung at two pitches in the dirt. Yeah, first and third. I got to make. I got to get a hit. Let it happen. Focus, grind, let it happen. Don't let to, and and I don't know if that's Dave. I don't know if that's Friedman. Why did, why, it's somebody. I know. I know, somebody's I know it's just for it. one moment, but it was a critical stage in the game. Why did Colton Wong get get that opportunity? You don't like to have a guy that's been cut by two teams that same year, taking a key at bat with the bases loaded. Help that's not what you're looking for. <laughs> Help me understand that one. You're look, is it just you're, you're literally lefty-righty and you're that's, searching. that's all you're doing? Y- yeah, you're but, playing some numbers. You're searching. I, I would have had Rojas, uh, Rojas take that at bat, yeah. but I, I, whatever. Rojas and, and Wong. Bases loaded. Rojas had a hit in his last at-bat. The two at-bats, that, that one, look, don't get me wrong, wasn't great. The two at-bats that were the worst at-bats of the night were James Outman with the bases loaded yep. and Freddie Freeman at first and third way took strike three. I'm, the guy threw him a nice pitch, curveball, whatever. It's Freddie Freeman, man. Come on. Guessing. Let's get the bat yeah, off your shoulder. Let's get James Outman. How about we leave the bat off your shoulder? If there's something I do love about Freddie Freeman, I love when he does get fooled on a pitch like that. You see it in the regular season, too. He just starts walking towards. He already knows that it's strike three. You know the box? He's already gone. Like, if you had a bullseye instead of a box, that ball would have hit Directly the dead center, the center of the bullseye. Yeah. That's what that was. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. So who pays the price? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You know, when you say two words, but you put an odd space between them? Travis and Sliwa, 12.30 p.m. in the Southland. I'm back. You are. I, look, <laughs> welcome back. How you feeling? I, I, I'm more on your side than I've ever been. So tired. In this. Tired. A lot of meetings. 
And the thing is, now I got to ramp up. I got to drink the electrolytes mm-hmm. so that I ramp up for this afternoon. Before I get to this afternoon, this is producer Emily's song, right? Yeah, well, the song's called Decide to Be Happy. So you can decide to be happy today. But this is Mr. Wives, who I'm going to see tonight. Very yeah. nice. Where are you seeing them? Uh, at the Wiltern with oh, Bishop be- Briggs. Yeah. Wiltern is a great place. And you know what's not too far from there? The original El Cholo. Oh, yeah. Right there it, on Wilshire and Western. Oh, yeah. Yes. It is very close to where I live. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I've really? been there before. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's You're not I'm... over there anymore? You're over I here? No, she moved to oh, you're over here K-Town. Now. <laughs> oh, you're over here now. <laughs> you're over here now? I thought you was over there. Hey. <laughs> well, we got to go hang out at the original El Cholo. It's great. It is amazing. A little El Cholo yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, good. yeah. Jorge fun. was like, yeah. Jorge kept waving his to-go bag in front of me. It was like, yeah, what'd you get? Here's the problem, man. The, the the chips and salsa. I just sit here all day. You know what? None of you guys. I saw you saw a for? picture too with the uh, the rat <laughs> with Keyshawn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he you, said, "Whose house?" Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> he thought we yeah, had somebody's we're house with a picture, frame picture of relax. Yeah, um, I, re- I removed myself from that text thread. <laughs> he said, "Whose house?" Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It was pretty funny. Well, it was pretty funny. You gotta you gotta drown your sorrows when you're on that show every day. That's I didn't amazing. have any flan yesterday. All three of you had flan, and I. Oh, really? Yes. You guys went triple flan? Yes. No, 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 no. They brought one. They brought one that they yeah. enforced. Why? Boons, and since when do you not? I, you know who you are, I by the way? I don't do it in a he, group. He is Andy Reid in the State Farm commercial. Not from a size perception, <laughs> for you know, but from a let me give let me give one of those nugs. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I do like to do Let me get so, those uh, so fries. Why not just a bite yesterday? I mean, Jorge and I were talking about Pretty much all we, we need, had. We need a cup of coffee to yeah. go with this thing. We were like game planning it. I mean, he why stole not just one of my chicken bite? fingers last week. That it was one. good. Yeah. It was good so chicken like, and, and he phrases it in a way <laughs> that you can't say no. He's like, hey, let me get one of those. Well, <laughs> if I say no, what do we we went to we went to <laughs> Right? We went to one of I'm scared I'm gonna say something openly now. I'm scared to eat around Travis. We went to one of Taylor's. Well you've you've entered the frame you you're you're familiar, you're a friend. We've known each other for a long time that I feel like I can take something off your plate and it's fine. Listen, listen. by the way, that's exactly the phrase. Let Taylor's one Taylor's one of Taylor's final show ordered some food. Right. And <laughs> okay, you know exactly what I'm talking about. For what himself is, or for the group? Uh, I just ordered. By the way, we're talking about producer Taylor, who was here yeah, before. Yeah, producer Taylor, farmer he's Taylor now. Yeah, and and Michelle and I grabbed something to eat, and I get Fries. a thing of tater tots, tots as well. Okay, so we had something, and tater tots come too. And as I'm like churning, so my back is to them as we're eating, and I'm churning to kind of offer. Just a but claw. you hadn't offered yet. I hadn't offered anything right. yet. A claw just kind of comes in before I even say anything. You played the game, right, where the claw comes out <laughs> yeah. and it comes, right? Yeah. <laughs> it comes down. <laughs> this thing just came down. It scooped up, and I'm like, do you want any? It was too late. He already took them. They're pretty good. <laughs> they were hot. They are salty. You are Andy Reid in the commercial. <laughs> they were pretty good. That's pleased. what I knew. I'm like, yeah. I was Trav- pleased. But Trav- I like the one where he gets Trav- it. Trav and I are as close as we've ever been is when he just goes in for the toss. There's two versions of the Andy Reid commercial. One where he gets the nugget and one where he does it. Where he's, <laughs> right. you just see the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me again, how how do I bundle these things together? It's pretty good. So why not a bite yesterday? Eh, I have my, there, look, it's, I'm not saying it makes any sense. I'm not saying it's logical. Try it or? I like to do my damage like that, the sweets in, in, in private. Not really mm. my, not really because we couldn't thing. even do damage. There was only no, no. Yeah, I took the first portion. bite before you know their their vomit like got in there <laughs> too. But it's just you know. By the way, this new Newsom thing. He's not coming after Starburst, is he? I don't know. The just new Skittles thing. Oh, he just outbought a lot of, um, like which sweets, is probably not a, sweet, a like, lot of the chemicals that are used. The, the dyes and things like that. Which, by the way. Maybe we should stay away from in general if you have you have these like dyes. Exactly. Are- like, isn't this America? <laughs> if we want to eat, chemicals, but a lot of people, can- a lot of people give news a hard time. I'm one of them on a lot of things, but this one is probably not wrong. You ever had grape Kool Aid? 
Yeah. It just sounds like a lot of chemicals. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah You've had great- We've well, all wait, wait, had of course. Great yeah. You used to have the powder. Yeah, the little powder. You put in the water, you add like, like 10 gallons of sugar to, to have, it. Yeah. Right? But the dye in grape Kool-Aid specifically does a thing to your digestive system that just lets you know that those dyes are not good for you. Because it shows up and it is not what you Ooh, ate. Oh, I'm going to try it today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Oh, I, so I haven't had Kool-Aid in a long time. I haven't had it in a long time. Well, never mind. We'll, we'll move on. Oh, <laughs> no, nah, man. This is we'll fun. Move on. No, no. We'll move on. It Tell looks like more. Emily's not coming on Saturday, so we're already one down at Slee. Slee. It's Sam not coming. I just offered to buy her whole crew at Disney just, at California Adventure, the chimichangas, because yeah. that's the item. Those are... I. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. The little deep fried burrito. Exactly. It's yeah. a deep fried burrito. Yeah. Jorge's trying to get all I'm not talking about an authentic chimichanga. It's a home Disneyland chim it's a deep fried burrito. And it's bean and cheese, I believe. With the La Victoria red sauce. The little packet. Oh, oh, nah, okay. no thanks. Yeah, it's not great. Oh the things you eat and you're gonna get critical on this one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I don't really have a comeback after you say that. The heat lamp right. is natural. <laughs> so you're you're not dancing on the grave quite to quite to the uh Degree that I thought I told you, you I was going to go all in with our morning man Evan Cohen, one of my dear friends. He says well, Dodgers in five. I'm hopping. What you got to understand about me is I hop. <laughs> well, I know that. I, I know hop. that you are a misery profiteer. But I'm not going to hop off the, the Raiders train. I am a Raider <laughs> yes, fan now. Will. No, I Might won't. Take some time, but you no. will. You'll you. No. See, you you just had your 40th birthday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can't really get that passion at 40 years old. Are you kidding me? Me? Y yes. You you can you can. Try to get it, but it's not in your DNA. <laughs> I'm home. The Raider Nation. The commitment to excellence. Mustache. 115, officially Corporate Greg and John Ireland will oh, welcome me wait. in to the Raider Initiation. Nation. Can't wait for that. Is there them. like a ceremony with like incense and a jersey or something no, that might like be that? happening. I think some of the crews coming out to 7-Eleven to jump me in. Uh, well, this would be the greatest thing. Hey, Frankie, you listening, fool? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the address. Well, be when the they start punching, thing. I just talk, right? <laughs> you just turtle. The greatest yeah. thing is if John and Greg lost it. Like, they jump him. Like, <laughs> they both just get completely, their personalities change completely because they're Raider fans. Rating for that. I'm in. I'd like to see it. How great will it be if I show up, not right like next week, but in a few weeks with just a Raiders tattoo, just the shield right on my arm. Now, if you go tattoo, then I'll believe that you're all in. I'll go tattoo for the bit. <laughs> a real How tattoo. long does it take to get one of those things off? You know, a good – got to let it heal. And, and then it takes go back like to the, six grand of Much more expensive is. to get it off than to get it on. I'm going to do it. <laughs> get it on your face. Whoa. You can't, run, you can't mess up the faccia. You can right in the little, uh, little, you know, the you and your beard. Just get a little. So one you're right giving there. up? You think the Dodgers are going to get swept? I don't think. Do, well, okay, that's a different question. Yeah. Probably, how did Slee not ask that question already? What I, have you guys been doing the last hour and a half? I, I, I do mean, think they'll Lakers, get swept. Uh, Preseason. What they need to do is get a bunch of runs right out of the gate, and I think that they can hang on. I'd love to have the conversation Thursday morning about they're not really going to pitch Kershaw. I think if they if they can win on Wednesday. They, they got a real shot momentum. to win this year. They need to win. They just a haven't game. had any. Win a how game. about have a good inning? <laughs> how about, how about have an point. inning? This guy was asking for. He's like, all I'm asking for is this, and they were the most basic things that you think. Mookie hit the ball Dodger. hard. A pitcher, a starting pitcher, pitch into the fourth inning. These don't <laughs> seem like big asks, and they haven't come within 100 miles of them. Not not even close. Bobby Miller and Clayton Kershaw combined yep. pitched two innings and gave up nine runs. Is that good? It's not. <laughs> it's not. It is not good.
That yeah, I'm not asking for a lot, but it seems. How about we swing at some pitches in the strike zone? How about we put a little pressure on the defense? The pitching outside of Kershaw and Miller has been pretty good. Can we pretend for a second and say they won Game Three? What are they going to do with Kershaw? They're not putting him back, right? Figure it out. You they have to. They're not putting night. him back, right? I don't think they well, will. I know you don't think sa- they will at all. I, I don't think they will. They wouldn't even give him. But then his career's over. I, it probably his is. His career's over. Then. It probably if is. They don't put him out there after the manager has said he's coming back out for game four. I'll be- I think he was just he's done. That just I'll believe it when I see it. His career's over. Be- As think, a Los Angeles Dodger. I think his career is most likely over. Chris, I, I pro- really don't think he can do is, it. Well, you've never called me Chris like that. That freaked me out. I know. Christopher. Um, Bro, he couldn't. Every pitch he threw. On Saturday, nothing would tell. What would make you think it's going to get better? On what day is it? It's not Thursday. Because here's the problem. He's. I know he's not saying it, but I'm virtually certain Mm -hmm. that he's badly injured. That the that the injury that he's dealing with right now will require a surgical procedure to repair, which means he misses. Can we go? Can we go a step further? He better be injured. He is right. Like he is. Everybody's saying it without saying it. So if he has the shoulder problem that I have heard he has, that's something that needs to be repaired with surgery. That's not something that rest fixes. Which is he going to miss a year to get right to come back and pitch in twenty twenty five? No, he's not. No, you're not. So I I do I. Now the only scenario. It's a tough way to go out. It's a terrible way to go out. And honestly, it's it 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 sucks. It sucks for him because this is a guy that gave 15 years to an organization, Hall of Fame caliber performances that ends like that. That's just the worst thing possible. But also for the sake of the team, if you're not healthy, you also shouldn't be putting yourself out there. That's not un- – yeah, sure. If I, it's a, from a that's team why, perspective, if you're giving up look, – Can you imagine? Look, can you, six can runs you imagine if they win inning. tomorrow, mm-hmm. okay, two – which not – the Dodgers are good. They can win a game. Yeah, they can. That's not a yeah. crazy scenario. And you put him back out there and it happens again, that's why I don't think they're going to do it. Sleeve for game four. This is going to be my bet tomorrow. Okay. Alan Sleeve should pitch game four. My, I could get one of those. You know how they have like when the game is 18 to four and they have the right fielder come in? <laughs> and he just throws. I could throw a 45 mile per hour, just lob it up there, and it just. It's too slow. And it hits, <laughs> it hits Freddie Freeman in the glove because it was hit so hard and he was just at the right place. Catches him. Yeah. By the way, this afternoon, we're not going to be lobbing baseballs. We're going to be lobbing some footballs, Jack. Oh, some Slurpees. Sedano and Cap are broadcasting live from the 7-Eleven in Covina. West Hollenbeck and Arrow right there on the corner. Down on the corner, as CCR once said. Andrew Whitworth is going to be there with us at 4 p.m. Can he pitch? Actually. Probably. He's a big tall, dude. You how tall he would be off that mound? He's six foot seven. He's a he's, big man. He's huge. And he wears a hoodie. He wears Always. a hooded sash. Yeah. Anyway. Join us this afternoon. We've also got Slurpee deals, free small Slurpees in the 4 o'clock hour. We got quarter, quarter pound hot dogs, which apparently I'm eating nine with no bun over the show. Chili we got cheese? pizza. I don't know, man. One. We you got giveaways. No, no. Get, no, no not not even one bun in there. Congeals in there. Chili and cheese. And then we've got stuff to give away. Producer Lindsay Baseball will be out there. I'll be out there. I believe Better Duran is coming by. So join us at the 7-Eleven in Covina this afternoon, 4 to 7 p.m., powered by our friends at Bud Light. There you go. And Raider Nation at 115? Raider Nation at 115. I accept the oath. The pledge. <laughs> oh, by the way, this might add a little spice to if Better Duran is going to come to that uh, that event. So Better Duran just tweeted out, so Chris Morales is having a Saturday night shindig, but I'm not invited. Exactly. Work friends, Morales. No, 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 no. 
Let's be clear here. It's not his Travis Rogers is yeah, having a is having a celebration for me. This is not my guest list. I'm just reading. In fact, read. are we going to go? Do you want? Should we go behind the curtain? Sure. Truly. About how the invitations all happen. Oh, yeah, well, sure. So Trav comes into my room yeah. about. Well, he was here late yesterday, about two thirty maybe. I'm trying to catch up on emails between live imaging. He goes, "Hey, so Saturday?" I go, "Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Do you feel it?" He goes, mm-hmm. "I feel it." He goes, "Slee and M." I go, "Absolutely." I, I go, said, "Okay, yes." No, I well, said, "What yes. time was right, that?" And at? I agreed with you. <laughs> what time was that at? Two thirty or so. You want to go really behind? He the wanted no. He wanted to continue the no, bit. No, it was earlier than that because I talked to you. Because he wanted to continue the bit, and I was like, yeah. "No need." <laughs> well, he wanted to do the Come bit on, of man. like, "That's not cool, bro." Right? Nah, what are you gonna do? You're not coming anyway. <laughs> that was an authentic invite. <laughs> it is. Again, I always say this. Emily I'm is one of my now. favorite people. I don't know about you, Sleep, but Emily's one of my favorite people. <laughs> okay. Right. I I every it? Sunday I think of Succession at some point. And go, gosh, Sundays used to be amazing when Succession would happen, and it's Emily was yeah. And Emily was texting. We were texting about Succession. I miss Succession. There's nothing good on right now. There's really nothing. You got Lakers hey, preseason basketball. <laughs> Scott's like good sports. Said, sports are good right now, yeah. but that's oh, about sports, it. Yeah. Well, they're okay. Sports. <laughs> they're they're okay. Today is an on. off day. You got some good sports tonight. We got two baseball games. Right, look, I, I'll, I, I'll get to the World Series when we get to the World Series. I can't turn the page on the last two games i yeah, i'm not quite could, ready you could distract yourself from I, all, every time somebody gets a hit i'm gonna be like why can't we do that every time somebody doesn't give up six okay, runs in yeah, the first inning it's gonna be like why couldn't our guy do that every time their pitcher can deliver a knockout blow why can't our guy do that you need to protect your mental health on world <laughs> mental think, health yeah, day see, Emily and understands. just take a walk instead Emily of maybe understands. watching the baseball and honestly yes that is true on world mental health day talk to somebody I talk to somebody often. A lot of people here do. There's nothing wrong with talking to somebody. Talk to somebody, even if it's a friend. You should see a professional if you can, and there's many ways to do that now. You can do it technology-wise. There's programs if you can't afford it. Talk to somebody. Be open about your mental health. Travis Rogers is insane. You wouldn't think about it, but once you talk to him, he's insane, man. When you're stealing other people's nuggets on the plate, you got a problem, Jack. It's in a box, not a plate. A handful of tater tots. Look, they were good. They were, they were hot. Right in front of me. Like, I'm not going to eat your tater guys burning on, his fingers. He's it's the dump it. coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Raise your hand if you are a Saved by the Bell fan, if you are somebody that watched that show as a kid, okay? Oh, yeah. Jorge, no. M. Slee, yes. My hand is in the air. Yep. It was a little past my area. Like, when that show, I was like a late teenager, but mm-hmm. certainly aware of its presence. Uh, Kelly Kapowski, big fan. More of a fan of Valerie Malone than I was of Kelly Kapowski. Big fan of cooking with uh, – Tiffany Amber Thiessen oh, yeah, on the yeah, Cooking yeah, Network, yeah, yeah. great show. Was it Jesse Jesse Spano that uh, what was? He? She was in Showgirls. Yeah, oh, that's right. That was, she was in Showgirls. Kind of ruined that, her that's career. Not, that's not what I was going to. But there was like the famous scene where I think she's taking the pills. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. So ex- I'm so scared. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> <Yep>. That <laughs> that was. I used to watch these in Spanish. That's where I was going. I used to watch some of these in Spanish. Salvados por la campana. Yeah, that's what it was called in <laughs> oh, Spanish. <laughs> Beverly Hills, 90, 210. You know, that's what it was in Spanish. Like, everybody to, should call it that. To look that's at the terrific. characters named Lisa Turtle. <laughs> Lisa Turtle. Yep. Zach Morris. Yep. AC, AC Slater, Slater. Kelly Kapowski. Uh, Screech. 
Screech Powers? Oh, yeah, I think it is Powers. Powers? Yeah, I think you're right. And then uh, uh, Jesse Spano, right? Yeah, see, I'd, and it's Mr. Belding. Jesse Spano. Oh, Belding, yeah. Yeah. So you Richard know what I get occasionally? Belding. I get that I look like Mr. Belding. I can see it. I, I, I know, that's the problem. So can <laughs> I. <laughs> I also sometimes get confused between him and the guy from um, Boy Meets World. I have oh, yeah. totally different actors, but just the idea that there's a principal that has a main character is in both. You are a madman person, so you'll get yes. this reference. You know, Mr. Belding, when the, when um, Don was supposed to go with Megan to do the Cool Whip commercial, yeah. and instead they brought Peggy because Megan was unavailable, mm-hmm. and the whole thing broke down, and the executive's like, what the hell is this? That's Mr. Belding. Mm, and that's okay. the people that say I look like. The guy in the white coat, bald, fat. And like I said, it uh, hits a little too close home. The reason I bring it up, (laughs) Mario Lopez turns 50 years old today. A.C. Slater celebrating the big 5-0, Slee. Would you like to wish him a happy birthday? No. (laughs) I don't. You're not a Slater guy? Mario Lopez, this is kind of funny. (laughs) There's a thing in San Diego where everyone in San Diego is like, bro, what happened? He's originally from San Diego. Okay. Every time I see him, and I think this is only during the Dodgers run, He's all over the place rocking his Dodger gear and, like, really promoting the Dodgers. And everyone in San Diego is like, wait a minute, aren't you from San Diego? So, no, Mario Lopez and I were just... You know, I, it's funny that the Dodger connection... I didn't, like, I'm like, but you're from there. I didn't you know that. at least give a little bit of... I've met Mario Lopez once in my life yeah, for a grand said, total of 20 seconds. What did you okay? say? So, uh, Marcellus took me to the Clayton Kershaw um, ping pong charity event a few years ago. It was a, it's such a cool event. It's at Dodger Stadium. You're in the infield playing ping pong, having a glass of wine. It, it, it's really cool. And Mario Lopez was there and, and came up to talk to Marcellus. Marcellus introduced me, and I got to meet him. And I was struck by how diminutive he is. Oh, he's so small. Ca- caught me by surprise. Because on the show, I was he's the big say, bad wrestler, football player. Yeah. This is the big guy. Yeah. This is the guy that, you know, He's in great state. shape, and he mm-hmm. looks like a million bucks, but I was just struck by the I fact that he's I will give him credit small. in that. Man does not look like he's no, just won't age. He looks like he's twenty five, not fifty. A long and, age. And, and in everybody's hotel room, when you uh, turn on the TV, yes. he's the first yes. person you you see. He's on channel zero or <laughs> exactly. the hotel yeah. info the channel exactly. or whatever it is. It's like, dude, Slater, oh, easy. I don't need well. to see. Uh, if, look, if he's pitching well Top Gun Maverick, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll click the button. But the rest of it, I don't know. Uh, good news, Rams fans. I guess uh, James Connor. Running back for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, placed on injured reserve. He's their leading rusher, 364 yards through their first five games of the season. A uh, couple of touchdowns, oh, 5.4 wow. yards per carry. So they're already playing with Josh Dobbs as their quarterback. Yeah, James Conner, their best running back, not available. So another opportunity for the Rams. I there's no layups in you know obviously in football, but the setup to go three and three for the Rams have to do it. Take advantage of it. Coming off. You know, I, I, I know they lost against Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles very talented team, but they're in so many of these games. you got to take care of business on Sunday. Jody Benson also celebrating a birthday today, 52 years old, and she is the voice of Ariel from the animated Little Mermaid. Yes, the original Little Mermaid. She uh, was one of the was a beautiful voice behind that um, movie, and it's really interesting because she was kind of on the circuit again when they had the live-action Little Mermaid that just came out this past year, and it's kind of cool because she really embraced the new image of Little Mermaid and the new actress. I um, can't remember which Bailey plays, plays her, but regardless, it's kind of interesting that she is someone who every little child of my age, and like 
around Were you my a age. Little Mermaid fan? I I liked it. It wasn't my favorite, but I know what Little Mermaid was, and I watched sure. it a ton. So, Me you know, too. she was in the minds of so many kids, but she's almost, she's a celebrity, but not really. Like, she could go walk around somewhere and not be noticed, but if she yeah. opens her mouth and talks, you know her. And this is Little Mermaid. So this is Jody Benson. So happy birthday, Jody Benson at 52. Do, I, do you know, you may not know the answer to this. Does she get rich off of something like that, like rich, rich, or is that just a good gig that paid really well at the time? So what I don't, I'm not totally sure about that. I know she does still do um, work for Disney. Like she'll okay. go and speak at different places. She'll go and do meet and greets and things like that. I'm not sure if she owns the masters to the song right. or she gets royalties from it, but I would assume she gets something from it. Rich plus anonymous is the spot. I would right? walk around talking. <laughs> I would walk around talking like that Singing the whole the time. Everything, everywhere I go. <laughs> Have you seen the guy that impersonates all these Disney characters, goes to the drive-thru and orders at Simba? Or no. At, no? Oh, I'll send it to you guys. It's I cool. need that. That's, that's pretty funny. He goes and orders as Mickey. Hey, can I get a cheeseburger? <laughs> That's a pretty good Mickey. That's not bad. I'm impressed. That was well done. Happy birthday, I guess, to Brett Favre, 54 years old. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe we don't wish Brett Favre a happy birthday nah, not anymore. Right now. Yeah, not right need, now. That, that needs to play out. We yeah, need to have right that now. adjudicated by the legal system yeah. before but we can. Uh, honestly, the Packers were so great for so long. They had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back. And now they got Jordan Love. <laughs> Better run for the Packers with uh, Favre and Rodgers or the Niners with Montana and Young. Montana and Young, I don't think lasted as long, but had more they success. They stacked up more. Yeah, but they need both of those teams. That's not Manning. Or they almost had it in, in uh, Indy with Manning to Luck, and then Luck tapped them out along the way. Jerry Seinfeld is hinting at a reunion during a stand-up set. That apparently right uh, two Emily... people to ask here. Yeah. So here's what happened with that is he was going on a stand up set and he was talking and then he was like, Yeah, I know everyone how everyone feels about the finale of Seinfeld while me and Larry are working some on something, so stay tuned, essentially is what he said. Didn't Michael Richards get cancelled? Yeah, that's what I said to him. Yeah. I said the Some same thing. Weird race he started. Thing. He did doing, said the N word like thirty times One during of his stand up. Yeah, yeah, he would be hard to bring back. It was yeah. like Kramer's down the hall and he's not in this episode today or something. No Cosmo. They kind of fixed this finale of Seinfeld with Curb. Like, that kind of put a bow on it. Yeah, I mean, it did, and it... De- I, I mean, Would I you thought, want to see him run it back? Would I want to see him run it back? No. To me, it's over. It's over. We've all moved on. There's no way you can repair what, whatever damage was done or not done during the uh, finale. So, it was pretty I, I, I don't think like it, I don't know. I don't know how you get Julia Louis-Dreyfus back. She doesn't need it. No, she doesn't need it, but she might want she it. She never needed it. She's from yeah. the Dreyfus yeah. fund. The Dreyfus fund. Yeah. I mean, she and never. If you, uh, Guy Mason and I know Peter Melman, who listens to the show sometimes. Uh, and sometimes I don't recognize him when I see him on the street. Uh, uh, you are uh, uh, Pete. Pete. So uh, Peter told me once, he was a, one of the writers on that show for the whole run, and he told me what, what makes a good Seinfeld episode is when you have good Elaine. Yes. If you can't mm. get Elaine, I don't think you can do it. Oh no, she look, she's got to be there. George has got to be there. Jerry's got to be there. Yeah. And I think both of George's parents have passed. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think yes. Jerry Stiller and Estelle Getty have Getty both, are moved both gone. Right. So while you got to have the four core, right? Yeah. What made that show, and I get what they were going for in the series finale, what made that show so awesome were all of the peripheral characters were amazing. Sure, right. So you got an Uncle Leo, you've got Newman. George's parents, yeah. you got Jerry's parents, you got Newman yeah. that 
even a little cameo, as long as it's not just that, which is what they already sure. tried, it was a disaster. Instead, they rounded up everybody, everybody. who'd ever done an episode and brought yeah. him in for the yeah. finale. It, it was work. too much. You too know much. what we should do? Mm. A little super crosstalk. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Wah, wah. I, we'll get to it. I don't want to do the long, long. I, 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 I've already been trying to on-air therapy myself for, for three hours. Um, when did you get back from Vegas? Last night at about midnight. Okay, so right after the game, you guys yeah. jumped on the plane. I was hoping that maybe you had a little reboot of your adventure with sleep from a year ago. I wish, but no, uh, we were uh, we were not. We, there were no time for the peppermint hippo. <laughs> the last year, I knew there was, was an animal involved. Last year, Wait, is that, has it been a year since we did that? It has. It was a year ago. Wow. Last, last year it was the peppermint hippo. This year it was the sphere with UT. Yeah, you too. Yeah, the sphere really... was better. Did you go in? Oh, it's I, I did show, I did half yeah. an hour on it yesterday. It it give, is give me two minutes on it. All right, it is the most amazing visual experience I've ever had in my life. It is the best concert I have ever been Who'd to. You, see? you too. Okay, wow. Nothing <laughs> else comes close. Wow. And it is almost indescribable. You have to. Uh, it's, so picture a giant dome. It's like a giant ball that is a. A ridiculous light show in 4K HD, and then you two playing on the stage. It is stunning, and I uh, it's it's expensive, but if you can afford to go, absolutely do it. It, it was I think it's gonna. I told Mace I think it's gonna change the way concerts are in the future. I no longer think it's gonna be enough to just stand on a stage and play music. I would equate it to when uh, Apple came out with the iPod. And it was great. We all had it, and we all did it. And then after a while, we said, all it does is play music. It does, Like this, your phone does everything. everything, including play the music. This is... How, how, much, how much are you paying attention to the performance, and how much are you just distracted by what the hell is going on here? All of it. Yeah, I mean, you're taking it all in at the same time, and you can't... I mean, it's, it's all-encompassing. And they make, it, they make it change like... <laughs> I, I sent Mason a couple of videos yesterday. It is, I've been sending these around. I went with Bill McDonald. Billy Mac and I went together. And we walked out of there. By, and we've both been to, you know, probably a thousand concerts between the two of us. Said never seen anything like it. Ab absolutely So, so supposedly stunning. they're building these things all across the country now. It's not just Vegas. That Aren't they billions of dollars Dolan's to make? 2.3 billion to yeah. build this one. Dolan's vision is to build multiple of these across so the, the country, group, so it's not just Vegas. The same group is that built in Vegas are going to... Dolan owns damn. the sphere in yeah, Vegas? Yeah, Dolan owns the sphere. Oh, Jesus. So, John, with... He'll screw it up somehow. Obviously, you 2 takes it to a whole nother <laughs> level. still right. be bad. <laughs> if you just... And I don't want to put it... But if you just had a good band... On stage, is it still? I'll take a, a step further, Trav. If you would have had me with a ukulele, it would have been worth <laughs> well, going. Well, it's interesting. That's how that's how good it is. So they're showing uh, a there are non-concert events there. Like they're yeah. showing uh, the guy that did Black Swan, a guy named Darren Aronofsky, has done a, a science fiction thing, like a movie thing that oh, they cool. show in the dome. That's awesome. So there's going to be other stuff. Supposedely. Uh, when you two's done, Harry Styles is going to be the next one in the, wow. into the residency. So, Slee, look at this. I'm showing Slee one of the videos. So that is uh, um, like a Firefly light show, and then they project 60-foot-tall images of the four musicians playing on stage in crystal clear Are you clear looking for oh Is it just gosh. all over? It's everywhere, right? It's everywhere. The yeah. roof, the background, and they can. They, it's an optical illusion, so they can make it look like, for one song, they eliminated all the hotels, so you saw Las Vegas what it was before it was built. 
For another one, they had them playing in the water. For another mm. one, um, I, I can. I, I mean, it's almost impossible to describe, to describe without yeah. seeing it. How was you two? Aside from the show that accompanied it, how did they sound? Because unbelievable, they still sound great. The acoustic, the yeah. acoustics is killer. Yeah, and then what they do is they play Octoon Baby from start to finish, all twelve songs. Okay, and then they start playing their hits. Yeah, they start coming out and playing. Why Octoon Baby? That that was twenty five years old, right? Because they feel that's the record that launched them. Not Joshua Tree. No, the they hell? feel they they think Octoon Baby. Remember they they almost broke up. And they went back into the studio in the '90s and made Octoon Baby," and it it launched them. I mean, it's a great record, but Joshua Tree was massive. Yeah, so that means you get no uh, no Sunday, bloody Sunday. They didn't play that, and I think the reason they didn't play that is the day before was the massacre in Israel. Yeah, oh, and he yeah, talked right. a lot about that. Right. And uh, matter of fact, when um, when he played, um, he they. He, he did like three songs about love and peace mm-hmm. and he dedicated them all to them. But then they came out at the end and they played Beautiful Day and Elevation yeah. and all their big hits. That sounds amazing. I, but it was it was the, the it was yeah, it, it was a bucket list experience and and with no question the greatest show I've ever seen. Okay. Without, I want that bucket. Without, I'm, I'm gonna get amazing. that bucket <laughs> that's, list. That description as best as you can do uh, that that yeah, sounds I, like how are we not making you know a trip to Vegas to go? Ask like, whatever you want. Like how how expensive are we talking? Okay, so like skip going on a vacation expensive so or skip as, a dinner. As out? most great <laughs> shows I've seen up close and good, and my seats were unbelievable. Okay. My friend Harris Rosner, who runs VIP tickets, hooked Billy Mack and I up. So okay. we had a guy. Damn. Okay. We went and looked if we would have had to pay. Um the seats we had would have been about eight hundred a pop, but Oof. you can get in for about four fifty. So here's the question: Do you need wow, to have great seats, or is because it's all around you? Do you not necessarily need the greatest? It's a seats? great question. Uh, so here's how it works: The bottom is a mosh pit, about okay. three thousand people on the floor standing. Mm-hmm. Then that's level one hundred. Level two hundred. Billy Mack and I were in the front row of the two hundred level on an overhang, so we it was like the perfect seat. We get to watch the mosh pit. We got to see the show. There were two levels behind us, the 300s and the 400s. It holds 17,000 people. 17,500. 17, yeah, I, I was looking on here, too. That, that's, oh it's, it's basically, it's almost crypto. That's the right. forum, and, right? Yeah and, yeah, and keep in mind, the seats are all on one side because yeah. the stage and the wall are on the other side. But the light show goes on on the roof, goes on on the sides, goes on. Everything. They did a really cool thing in the beginning where a guy in a pickup truck um, – a DJ drives the truck into the middle of the mosh pit and just starts spinning records. Really? For like half an hour to get everybody in the mood. And he goes, all right, next up, you two. No opening act other and than the DJ. And they drive the car off, and Bono walks out, and the light show starts. That's awesome. And yeah, It is indescribable. I don't think I can oversell it. John, Not- were you guys, is this the day... So Lakers played last night. It was the night before. Yeah, we went to Top Golf for the party. Okay, and then we went there for an hour, and then we went to. So did did you and Billy Mack take all your notes for the game for the Nets? <laughs> I could see both of you working. You know, Billy Mack has the big... zero work. Okay, right. did no work. Did no work. I at thought all. there was a good chance they were right. Were you down. present for Austin Reeves's backhanded left-handed yes. golf shot? That's crazy. That's so, one okay, of the coolest things, things I've ever seen. A couple things you need to understand. Austin's a one. He looks like it. He is a one handicap. I've played with him three times. <laughs> okay. All three times he's almost hit a hole in one. That's how good he is. I mean, like he puts the ball right next to the hole. Yeah. 
He's also ambidextrous. He okay. can he can not only swing mm. right-handed or left-handed, he can shoot a basketball right-handed or left-handed. He can play golf left-handed? He could if he needed to. Okay. Yeah. He's he's a freakish athlete. Clearly. Freakish. And and a great guy. And now the whole team's got the bugs. So it used to just be that Austin brought his golf clubs on the road. Now D'Lo, Max Christie, Austin, when two we, of the coaches. <laughs> when me and, we were me in and the, Billy Mac. When we, we were there's like six day. sets of golf clubs. So on the, you saw where we were set up, right? And then immediately to my left is where they would do the, the, social. the social promos mm-hmm. for the station. And as Max Christie's getting ready to do his his set or whatever, he's doing the the golfer thing where he's practicing right. his swing. And I could tell exactly what he was working. He was working on that square into the club face because he kept right. getting his hands square at impact. And right. I said to him, I said, you play, play a lot of golf? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could tell it wasn't just him goofing around. It was him working on a thing. When I played in Clay Thompson's golf tournament, I've played in it twice. You played in it once, Travis. Yep. Pelican Hill. I also yep. played – uh, with it when they had it. At they the, should bring that back. I had a the, nice time gonna, that day. They're going <laughs> to. Yeah. Um, it, I also, when they had it up at uh, the Olympic Club in San Francisco, I oh, played I played okay. behind Steph. <laughs> so I was watching Steph play all day. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but I think Austin could beat Steph. Really? Yeah, I think he's that good. And Steph's supposed to be a plus. Yeah. yeah. He, but it, Austin's it a, like Austin it. is a stick. All right, Mace. So... Were you more on the sphere like I was? It's round, <laughs> and awesome. there's there U2s there. Yep, yep. That's where and going. you know, even if you don't have a great, if you Harris can hook you up, and yeah. Dolan, Look, whatever it takes. Dolan's building more. Dolan building yes. more of I'm these. In. I'm in. Yeah. Were you like me, one of the what was it, forty five thousand people or so last night that when Bobby Miller walked that guy led the game went? <sighs> Absolutely not. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> you didn't go. No, I did not go to the game oh. last night. So no, I was not one of oh, well, the forty-seven thousand people. You. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I was know. not. But I mean, and you're, were you at home watching it? Yeah, well, oh God, as soon as it started, I was like, God, they're never, they're behind for eighteen innings in this series. I never heard I, other than James Outman was more like a oh when he dropped it yep. the first batter. Sure, this first batter was ball four, and forty-five thousand people went. Uh, yep, and it was over. Yep, and that was it. <laughs> they scored enough runs and in the first to win the game. It was it. It was it was a collective groan after ball four, and they never recovered from it. Now, did you have different? Now I said going in that I didn't feel like this was a team that was going to win the World Series. I I anticipated they would get out of the DS, but yeah. I didn't think. They would get to the I did. World Series. Did you really? I did. At I, the end of the day, you got yourself there that you believed that they were going to get to the World because Series. Because they have, they don't have a ton of experience on the mound, but they got a ton of live arms, and their bullpen for the last half of the season wasn't good. It was fantastic. Bullpen was not the issue it, last it, night either. It hasn't been in either of the games. Yeah. The only bullpen pitcher that was shaky has been Sheehan. Yeah. He, he's the only guy, and it wasn't. A disaster. It just wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, Grove gave up a shot, it's, but other than that, I said Brazier gave up a after shot. After game one, but the pitch Brazier got taken out was a good pitch. Oh, yeah, it was just, a good pitch. The guy put a good swing on it. It's the offense. It's not Dave Roberts. Yes. It's not the bullpen. Yep. It's not the management of the bullpen. Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts are two of the, what, five best players in yep. the league? One of 13 and so far. they're dreadful. And here's the thing. They're dreadful. We've talked about this, but the Dodgers starting lineup, if you look at the first two guys – the OPS is like a combined 900 plus. Everybody below them on the lineup card 
is in the 700 range, which means they're getting a disproportionate amount of their offensive production sure. from those first two guys. And Martinez and Muncie and Smith and these guys. These guys are potent offensive they are. players. They are. And, they're do- and it's bad swings. It's bad approach. Their chase rate is fifty percent on oh, on wow. strike two situations. Fifty percent stri- chase. I'm rate. hoping that just the the danger of the I don't give a damn guy comes out. That you're down 0-2, you're about to get hell unleashed on you publicly because you did it again, and just the you know what bleep it. Let's just go see what happens. That that kicks in between now and the first pitch. Everybody do a shot before the game. Like like Jason Veritek. Jason Veritek. Kevin Millar. Kevin Millar. Kevin Millar. And and just this you know what? Bleep it. Let's just go out there and see what happens. Because that's their only chance at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They got to slug it out. They got to get they got to score runs. Obviously that's the biggest issue. Lance Lynn starting game three. You don't love it. He's giving up 50 home runs or whatever it is. But he can't be any worse than the first two guys we saw in the rotation. Two innings. Nine runs. Yep. That's what your starting pitchers have given you collectively. Two innings and nine runs. Gee, imagine if anyone here would have said the Dodgers don't have any starting pitching right. and they're going to lose to the Diamondbacks. I wish somebody would have said that at some point, that the Dodgers are thin in the rotation. Nobody picked up on that. It's a shame. It's brutal. It's, <laughs> it's honestly, I don't it's know what brutal. you were looking at. Would you I was pick looking the Dodgers at, in this I, series? I, was I really looking don't. at live arms. I was looking at... Two of the five best players in baseball. I was looking at an offense that was incredibly productive. Squad that won the last two, a hundred games. And quite honestly, one other thing, John. At some point, it needs to break their way. At some point, all of that. It's baseball. Why is it never? It's baseball on your behalf. Why is it always the? It's baseball against them. The eighty-four team wins. It's baseball. (laughs) Eighty-four win team gets you. The Padres get you. The Nats get you. Yeah. Right. Why? Why does it never break your way when you're the one that hasn't coming in at your best? I have a theory on that. That the postseason is different than the regular season. Wildly, you have to like smart teams play small ball in the postseason. We talked about that earlier. um, I'll give you an example. So last night, uh, late in the I think when it was still four to two. Mm-hmm. Or maybe been three to two. Uh, Mookie Betts got on with one out, and Freddie Freeman's up. And I said to Michael, "We're in a commercial." Break. Yeah, that was sixth inning, I think. I said they absolutely have to stay out of the double play here. They have to put Mookie on the move. They got to hit and run. He's got to try and steal because the way they've been playing for the last two games is station to station, and they're not. They're waiting for homers. Yep. And yep. And, and and. I know the theory is, well, don't take the bat out of Freddie Freeman's hands. That doesn't mean you can't send Mookie. Freddie Freeman's got the best bat control on the team. And he could steal the base outright. Yeah, Sure enough, next pitch, double play. Mm -hmm. And it happened three times last night. And there was weird stuff. Like, like, I I suppose people will blame Dave Roberts. Why? What did he do wrong last night? Have you met Chris Morales? Because (laughs) he's been there this whole run. Now, here's the, the realistic part of this is, I mean, Dave Roberts, with the exception of Pinch hitting Wong. with Colton Wong. Yeah. With the bases. Which Aside is a critical from that, stage. Like, I thought bringing Brewster Gratterall at that particular moment was a fantastic move. It was he, the right was move, and it was dead on. But Colton Wong being at the plate with the bases loaded, and then as the last batter of the game, Colton Wong barely made the roster, batted 185 yeah. or whatever DFA it is. You don't have to argue for yesterday, because uh-huh. I, I don't think Dave Roberts, I don't think anything 
he made good decisions yesterday. Right. But as we were talking about, if it ends like this, if they end again with the Arizona Diamondbacks and it's another 100-plus win season and you flame out not against Philly, not against Atlanta, but against Arizona Diamondbacks, you have to change something. And I don't think there's anywhere else that you can point other than your manager. What, what You're going to just recycle it again and say, well, let's try again. There's been sweet. So- you are so negative. We're still in this thing. No, I don't. I don't want to throw. Baseball. I don't want to. It's baseball. I don't want to throw dirt on the grave quite yet. Not but, quite yet. But yeah, I'm, I will. How about this? I will bet you all the mythical money I have yeah. on the Diamondbacks, and you can take. You can set the odds to just win the series. Yeah, or sweep it. Well, wait a minute. No, no, win the series. You want me to give you a hundred thousand mythical dollars? No, I want. I will give you all. He's betting. I'm everything betting that, that Arizona you, you say, is. You going say the Dodgers to. aren't dead. What's What's the reverse of that? Well, no. What I'm saying oh, is, uh, you can clean them out. I just if you're don't. Right. I just don't right. want to throw a show. They're done. <laughs> I mean, they're done. But I don't want to be the guy, the first guy to throw dirt on the grave. What, it's, what, it's early. They're, was d- it they're done. But I don't want to <laughs> say yeah. that was they're there, done. It was yeah. Kevin Millard says. Don't, when they were down 3-0, yep. don't give us life. Don't give yeah, us don't give right. us one win. Don't let us back in this because then we got this, this, and this. I don't believe it either. Yeah, we, don't, we don't have Pedro, Derek Lowe, or Kirk Schilling. I'm well aware of the problems, yeah. yes. John. I'm well aware. <laughs> Supercross Talks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger is all about.